In this episode of the show, we're going to talk about the controversy surrounding FaceApp. You know, you start young, you end old. Let's dive into it. So you've probably seen both the good and the bad about FaceApp this week. It started off uh, early this week with the age challenge on Instagram and Twitter where people were showing up with uh, current face and aged out 20, 30 years. And the results are really, really interesting. Um, you know, we've seen Drake old with sort of a, a salt and pepper beard and looking wiser and um, popular politicians thrown through the filter um, celebrities sharing what they might look like uh, down the road and it's really fascinating everyone's having a good chuckle but then things took a bit of a darker turn there's been a lot of controversy around the security and privacy of this application but what's really going on well, I've had the opportunity to speak to a few journalists uh, to round a few stories to help clarify some of this. So we're going to share that in this episode of the show. So just so you know, what FaceApp is, is a mobile app on iOS and on Android. And you uh, put in your um, selfie and you can then manipulate uh, what it looks like using various filters. Now, this isn't like Snapchat um, where you're putting on silly filters or themed filters or things like that. The idea behind FaceApp is that you can see yourself in different scenarios. This app has been around since 2017, and over that time, they've built out a number of filters. You can put on uh, you know, facial hair, you can add glasses, you can change the color of your hair, um, you can change your hairstyles, you can add makeup, you can do all sorts of things to see what you might look like sporting a different style. And this app isn't without controversy. Uh, years ago, or a year or two, a year and a bit ago, let's say a year and a bit ago, uh, for a couple hours, they had an ethnicity changing filter that raised a massive, massive uproar, and the company immediately yanked it um, and over time they've actually built out a pro subscription model as well where if you pay uh, for the access to the features you can get advanced features and apply more filters and the filters are a little more finely tuned so this is just a playing around with uh, you know your image app um, so that you can see what you might look like on, under circumstances and you know barring the missteps around like ethnicity it's kind of cool to see what color uh, you know what you might look like as a blonde um, or if you had a beard or different makeup style or glasses no glasses that kind of stuff. It's, it's really just designed to be fun. But what is raised all the controversy? Well, a few things. Initially, there was reports and rumbling on social media that it was actually uploading a bunch more data than people thought. Well, those have been thoroughly debunked. But what was happening was that the image processing was not done locally. The original user experience, and up until late this week on Thursday, the uh, application, the developer made a change. But up until that change, it felt very much like the um, all the photo manipulation was being done locally. It wasn't. It was being done in the cloud. Kudos to them for having a fast cloud backend to get it back to you. But it was uploading your image without your knowledge necessarily. That's a problem. Now they've added a, a dialog box that uh, warns you on first use that says, hey, this is going into the cloud to be processed. Um, but why does that impact? We have so many cloud services, it really shouldn't matter, should it? Well, it does, because in this case, the terms of service and the privacy policy for FaceApp are pretty egregious. Now, I would put them as worse than Facebook and Twitter, and Facebook and Twitter are pretty bad for some of this stuff. But the difference is, and you know, you'll see some um, countering arguments on social around the impact of this. Um, but really, what it says, what the privacy policy and the terms of service add up to, is that with the photos that you upload to the service, so any photo you apply a filter to, the company has unlimited rights to do whatever they want with. 
with. They can sell it, they can reuse it um, in uh, advertising, they can um, use it for further training their models, any number of things. So obviously that's beyond what most social media services and what most apps ask for. What most apps get within the terms of service is essentially a license, a royalty-free license so that they can actually show it to other people legally because you own the copyright around those images um, and they need a license in order to share them with your friends and things like that. Um, so having an unlimited license that allows this uh, the developer behind FaceApp to sell things, that's pushing things too far, especially when people weren't really aware that their photos were actually being uploaded to the cloud. Um, now the other challenge there is if you're uploading additional information. Now if you're not using the sharing features right within the application, there's only metadata around your uh, photo that's going up. So it's not necessarily associated to your name. Um, so it's not a case of having a profile shot for your identity. Um, though that would be easy enough to correlate uh, from social media and so forth. But if you do add those connectors, if you leverage the Twitter or the Facebook connector within the app, they're going to have that correlation. And now you've given them license um, to use your face and they know who you are. So you may be more likely to be used um, because they can correlate it. But really, it's a matter of um, privacy. So essentially, anything that you upload to this application is going to be public. So any photo you apply a filter to in the app is public. That's the choice. You have no control. And that's what's really different compared to social media. Because normally on social media, you still have some measure of control. And that's it. Everything else behind this, people are freaking out and saying, because it's a Russian developer, you really should be concerned. I guarantee you, if you look into the teams that have developed the apps on your phone, there is a multitude of countries represented. So people just have a kickback or natural bias uh, when it comes to cybersecurity or privacy and Russia. Um, I like to take things on a case-by-case -case basis. So yes, the uh, terms of service and the licensing and the grants and permissions that the companies get from the photos are egregious. There is nothing, uh, there's no solid evidence to indicate anything more malicious than that. If you don't have any identity data um, associated, if you're not using those sharing connectors, they are not building this um, surreptitious identity database. So you saw um, in the US, the political parties had recommended people don't use this because you're helping out uh, an enemy in order to build out this facial recognition system. Let me tell you, the reality is you're uploading most of these photos to social media anyway, um, which is far more directly linked to your identity and people are harvesting and uh, scraping social media left, right and center. So it's not nearly as big of an issue as everybody blew it up to. But for me, the biggest takeaway was that far too few people Far too few people, excuse me, actually read through the terms of service and actually read through the privacy policy and only a fraction of those people understand the implications of it because this terms of service had a bunch of things that sounded like fine, okay, great, they're limited, but then a few clauses that basically uh, um, negated those previous clauses and gave them anything they wanted to. And of course, the CEO of the company came out and said, hey, this is what we do with the photos and that's great. And I fully believe what his statements were, which is essentially they're only cached for processing for a little bit um, and then deleted off the servers because it costs him money to store them, right? And if he's not making money off of it, why would he store them? Um, I totally understand that. But the problem is, is that legally, he, the company is allowed to do whatever they want with the photos. So while they may not be doing something like reselling them or using them in advertising or using them as stock photography or things like that now, they have the legal right to do that. And that's the challenge. But that key issue, again, comes back to reading the terms of service. I know it's dry. I know it's boring. But we agree to so many things. And this was such a cool thing to get on and see how you look older. Um, people wanted to get in on it. And I understand that. But the short-term game may not be worth the reward. If you've been watching the show for any length of time, you know that I don't think any choice is necessarily bad, except if it's a choice that's made implicitly and not explicitly. And I think that's what happened with this app. 
so that people were uh, didn't understand that it was being processed in the cloud and the implications of that processing gave that company full rights to use that image and that photo um, that you uploaded. So if you uploaded an image of somebody else, they have now have full legal rights to use that. And I think that's the problem is that people jumped into this Im uh, and implicitly accepted this bargain when they weren't aware of the full implications. That's really the key takeaway. There's no need to panic. Make the choice yourself. If you're okay with the photo you're uploading being public and being reused for commercial purposes, go ahead. Um, you can see from the thumbnail for this video, I did it myself as a sample just to see the experience. And I understood the risk and I took it on willingly. And I think that's absolutely critical. So yes, it's boring, but reading the terms of service to know what you're getting into. What do you think? Let me know. Hit me up online at MarkNCA in the comments down below. And as always, my email, me at MarkN.ca. Look forward to talking to you this. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode of the show.